That's right, it's episode 282, and it's still summer, so I hope you got your flippy flappies and your fucking, your floaties on, <laughs> and your rubber ducky thing around your waist. <laughs> Did you say it's still summer? It's it's still it's, summer. It's, like, starting. <laughs> it's Yeah, well, technically, it's been summer the past three weeks for us, because all we've been doing is watching fucking summer movies. Oh, that's true. You know what I mean? Like, we're already done with summer in our minds, so it feels like, you know, we've been doing it for a while. Uh-huh. At least in my mind. I don't know what day it is. Do you, I, do you is Christmas soon? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't leave the house to even know if the sun's set yet. <laughs> what time is it? <laughs> All I do is hiss at the light and just <laughs> scurry into the closet every once in a while just to... <laughs> <laughs> Guys, this week we're going to be doing more animal stuff. Uh, this this week we decided to do sharks, which is what a lot of people usually start off with. Mm-hmm. But we've done snakes, we've done alligators, we've done papagoodies, <laughs> <laughs> and now we're doing sharks. So it's it's been it's about time, right? Mm-hmm. Christina's been wanting to do sharks forever. She literally went out. I like shark movies. Yeah, I don't. I can only handle so much. You know what I mean? Like you like birds, the the birdemic movie. I like. Too. I like that movie. I, it's like it's I can fun. watch it, but it, boy, man, it's uh, some of that is. It's pretty hard. rough, though. It's it is rough. really rough. Yeah, like that's one of the worst movies. But it, you know, it's like so, they say it's so bad it's good, but. Mm-hmm. I watched it again to watch it through those eyes. Oh, did you? And it is not so bad. <laughs> it's good. It's just so bad. It really is. <laughs> I mean, hey, God bless you if you find some happiness in there, though. I mean, whatever it takes <laughs> to put a fucking smile on your faces, guys. Because life is pretty fucking tragic these days anymore. So <laughs> smile away, motherfuckers. But we are watching shark movies this week. What? That's right. What movies are we watching? I thought I thought we could just wait till the end of the episode and tell them. <laughs> That's what I thought you were doing. That's why I was just like I should say something. No, we're watching Cruel Jaws from 1995 and Land Shark from 2020, which just yeah. came out here in America. Exactly, it did. It's from China, and it's a pretty crazy uh, CGI movie. <laughs> Whereas Jaws, Cruel Jaws, is kind of like a. It's the, like a drama. It's like a cruel drama. Yeah, it's a it's a cruel joke they played on the world of, of fans of Jaws. <laughs> and also a gift. A wonderful gift that they've given to the world. <laughs> There's some big fans about uh Cruel Jaws. I don't know about Land Shark. 
Landshark kind of feels like it's not going to be, but we'll see. We'll see. Maybe maybe people will just love it, you know, but right. we got our thoughts about it. And we're going to tell you guys all about it this week. Christina, what's going on this week? Did you have a good argument with me before? <laughs> yes, it was our standard argument before we record the show. <laughs> no, we had to purge before we fucking... That's what we we get all the anger and all the, you know, happiness out of us. It's, <laughs> our, it's our pre-game. We should do shots... Like pregame shot. Uh, yeah, you should smoke a fucking before. joint before we fucking get started. For Christ's <laughs> oh, sake, I should. Yeah. What about you? You're the one who fucking just talked the whole time. I mean, I'm okay with that. I don't know about you. <laughs> so, long story short, guys, basically, I'm right. I was right. I mean, that's, <laughs> we're both right. I'm right. <laughs> we'll see what. Uh, I'm right. We'll see how things I'm right. go. So Christina, down. <laughs> apparently. So what's going on with you? What's, is everything okay? So what's going on? I'm fine. How are you? Do you have a nice cry with me? <laughs> One of the strangest uh, things that uh, I saw on my phone this week was uh, there she was. She was just uh, what the fuck the are you talking about? Shining it at the bed, and I was. I said, "What's that on the bed there?" And she was like, "That's shit." <laughs> Oh, and I, I said, Amber! <laughs> he slapped me. And then I turned around and I said, Johnny, you slapped me. <laughs> and then I stepped on a bee. <laughs> okay, enough of that. That's, that's like old news. But you watched a bunch of movies this week. Yeah, I, I, dude, I fucking went ham on a bunch of fucking YouTube videos, guys. I still have another review that I recorded, actually, and didn't even have time to put up. It wasn't a positive review, so uh, I'll just mix it in with all the good ones that I got because I, I was just a little hesitant to put it up. I, I don't like to be too negative, although Fire, oh, yeah? Firestarter, I took the piss out of that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, it's a mainstream movie, so you get what you deserve, you know what I mean? I'm sure they have dreams too, but they're not as wholesome and loving as uh, independent cinema's dreams. <laughs> These are corporatized and uh, drunk the blood of children. <laughs> Satanic dreams. like. <laughs> oh, man, fire started, dude. I, I would start with where the fire started on that one, but uh, I think it burned the movie down. And uh, there's a really good video that I put up about fire started. It was really funny. It was one of my favorite videos I've done in a long time. I don't know. I just, it, regardless of whether it's funny to you or not, I think it's funny. We had a good time watching it, I think. Well, it's just, we had a really fun time. Yeah, exactly. Watching fire starter. Not, not my video, but yeah, <laughs> we jerked off to that too later. Stop. <laughs> take it out. Take that out. Take that out. You keep crossing these lines. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not taking it out. Fuck you. <laughs> ah, mistakes are good. Remember, Christina, mistakes are good. Keep them in. I meant me making mistakes. That's what people like. They like mistakes. <laughs> anyway. Okay. And... The Evil Dead game came out that you've been playing. Oh, that's right. I've been playing the Evil Dead game. Well, it's Evil Dead the game. You liking it? Yeah, I'm enjoying it. It was a little intense for me to play at first. Like, I was, like, a little nervous about it. I don't know why. It wasn't that it was, like, scary or anything, guys. It's just a lot going on, you know? And it's, like, it's a multiplayer game, so there's, like... You know, you're on a team usually, uh, or you can be like the evil. You can be like Henrietta, Evil Ash, or the like weird like TV show uh, demons. 
Uh-huh. Do you know what I'm talking about? The ones that have no eyes and just like a big old mouth. Right. They kind of look like the, um, like a skinnier, tall version of the Max, those like creatures of the oh, Max. Oh, yeah, 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 the little ones, yeah. Yeah, they were like little. Yeah. But it, yeah, they're like really skinny, lanky little fucking things. But you can be all those. And uh, yeah, it's beautiful. It's it's a, it's a pretty polished game. It's not perfect. You know, there's not many games these days that come out that are... <laughs> <laughs> multiplayer or online that are completely finished. <laughs> you remember back in the day when we used to play Nintendo 64 or Nintendo and there was only one shot you got uh-huh. to miss this opportunity once in a lifetime, you put the game out and that was it. Now you can just update the shit out of it. So everybody's just like, whatever mm-hmm. we can make money before we actually deserve to make money. <laughs> But no, it's actually not that bad. Although I'm sure that you'll find some fans online who are already sizing it up. Is it better than Dead by Daylight? Guys, let me just tell you. If you're one of those people, grab a gun out of your dad's safe. Too far. <laughs> <laughs> and make sure you lock it up good and tight. Because uh... <laughs> There you go. No, please, just don't do that, okay? There's enough room for all of them. Have we not learned from watching Highlander that they can all coexist? They never had to kill each other to to live. They just needed to exist together. Is that the end of the movie? I don't know. (laughs) It's been forever, but it was something like that, you know? (laughs) There was deeper, deeper political, sociopolitical messages tucked into that show. I I, I think it got muddled as it went on. But, you know, in the very first one, I think there was like a message about something there. Mm -hmm. And then it got turned into a franchise. And that's when things where where ideas and actual quality things go to die. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. It's just repeating the same formula in different ways. Right. So, but yeah, I love the game. I'm having fun with it. I'm enjoying it. It's uh, asymmetrical horror is not dead. A lot of people think it is. There's people who think there's only one game. I'm sorry, guys, but if you're only down to one game, then you're not living life, okay? Some people would even say that if you're playing games at all, you're not living life. (laughs) Some people say the same thing about horror movies. Well, you can go fuck yourself, all right? Anyway. But yeah, I've been playing that, and I've been playing Chorus. Chorus? It's that... It's like a space shooter simulator. Like, oh. a, not a simulator. It's a this is a game with a story. Oh, okay. And you like build up your ship and go out and have starship battles and space and different planets and stuff like that. It's, <laughs> okay. It's amazing. Sounds it's a good amazing. Game. It is. I only buy cheap, except for this Evil Dead game. We we spent a little extra for that, but you know it's Evil Dead. It makes me want to watch the movies again. Mm-hmm. There's so much nostalgia in this fucking game. That's good. You know, it's like, and I was like, in the early beginning, I like, like first game that I played with like a group, we just sat and talked about Evil Dead the whole time while we were playing. And that was just such a, such a great moment. We mm-hmm. like became friends over that because I know a lot of people are like scared of voice chat. And so they're like, I don't want to do it because someone's going to say something I don't want to hear and I can't mute them. <laughs> and I, I don't know how I'm unable to push mute. Me, I like those voice chat things. That's where I meet, make friends. That's mm-hmm. where I make people, I've met most of the people I play with, play games with is through that function. So when you remove that away, you're really just stripping your friendships away. Mm-hmm. So I like when games have that. Now, as far as Evil Dead goes, if you're the evil people, they can't hear you. Uh, so at least I don't, I'm pretty sure. Uh-huh. So, yeah. You got like Henrietta. I don't know if you've seen, you've seen Evil Dead too, where she's like floating and her gunt's hanging out. Right. <laughs> her gunt. <laughs> That's where your gut goes to your... Your you knees? Know, your 
gunt. Think about it. Oh, God. <laughs> I didn't say it. That's like a term that's been around forever. I think even... I've never heard it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> She's literally just straight up fucking naked, and her and her breasts and her gut are just melted over. And technically, it's Ted Raimi in there, mm-hmm. by the way. So, anyway. I think it might be that time. What time is it? Horse shots! All right, guys, so we picked the movie Cruel Jaws, because if we didn't, you'd probably crucify us (laughs) (laughs) to a helicopter or something. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, we came up with an idea. Christina did, actually. She kind of pre-planned this because we had already known what movies we were going to do. So she thought of like ocean blue water. Lemonade. Yeah. So why don't you go ahead and tell us what's in it specifically without me interrupting you? Oh, can we actually do that? I don't know. Okay, well, let's try. Let's see if you remember. So I did a half of this blue lemonade. The brand is called Cario. No, Calypso. Calypso, sorry. You can see a picture of it on the website. And then I did a half. It's ocean blue lemonade, by the way. There we go. And then I did a half of Malibu rum because, mm-hmm. you know, you know, it's the ocean and it's islandy and it's Malibu. It's kind of a weak ass shot. That's what I'm saying. Oh. Malibu is like 10%. So it's just Malibu and it's Ocean Malibu Blue lemonade and a few drops of grenadine. Are we even trying to get drunk anymore? Like, no, what is this? I'm done. No, it's I like was, wet your lip with a strychnine. I was making um, I was trying to make it, you know, just oceany. And she got a little Swedish fish here, which I've been like pawing at this whole fucking time. Yeah, because like those shark bite things at Joe's Crab Shack. You yeah. Know? Oh, and like that. We're calling this a shark omania. And why are we calling it a struggle media? Because in the movie, there is a Hulk Hogan impersonator. Boy, does he look the part. And I figured he used to do Hulkamania, and he also did WrestleMania. And we're watching a movie about sharks, so it's a Sharkmania. Hell yeah, brother. Shark-o-mania. Hell yeah, brother. Drink it. It's not very mania, but it's, it's, it's delicious, I bet. Let's try it. All right. Cheers. Yeah, it's pretty delicious. Yep, that's okay. How's your Swedish fish? Mm. I chased it after. The generic yeah, version. Yeah, it's sticking my teeth. <laughs> the Swedes would be pissed at this abomination. That shot wasn't that bad. No. It's sugary. It's because, you know. There's no alcohol in it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> that's what happens when you leave Christina to it. She doesn't want to get drunk. Thanks. She just wants to taste good. I showed you what I was doing. Mm. I think it would be good if you put 99 coconuts in it because everything is great with 99. I don't know if you guys have heard, but there's new shots out called 99. <laughs> anyway, guys, if you would like to try Sharkomania, all you have to do is go to longlivethevoid.com and check out our hashtag horror shots section now. That's it for horror shots. All right, guys, so now we're going to go ahead and jump into our flesh and potatoes of... Sharktober. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Of our shark movies with Cruel Jaws from 1995 and Land Shark from 2020. We're going to go ahead and do that right now. A huge 
huge shark terrorizes the beach in Florida, mm. and the locals try everything to kill it. <laughs> Couldn't find a tagline on this movie, which is surprising. Um, but it was directed by Bruno Mattei. Mattier. Bruno Mattier, a.k.a. William Snyder. I think it's Mattei or Mattier. Whatever. Uh, he did sharking. He did shocking dark. Trying to say sharking, huh? <laughs> I did. <laughs> uh, he also did Zombie Three, Strike Commando, A uh, Rat's Night of Terror, Hell of the Living Dead. I like all those. Yeah. Anything else you wanted to add? Because I know well, you're a fan. I haven't seen Strike Commando in a long time, but yeah. No, I mean I have all of his. I have a large collection of his. Uh huh. But yeah, I, I like a lot of his movies. They're a very peculiar taste. <laughs> it's like it's like one of those things when you're an Italian fan and you're like, oh god, there's nothing like Italian horror, right? And you're like, you've already done the Fulci and the Dario Argentos, and you're like, what do I do now? You always gonna run into Bruno. <laughs> uh huh. And he's like the ripoff sleaze king of the Italian scene you know what i mean uh-huh he just down and dirty get this motherfucker made <laughs> so uh he, and he's still making them he was making them in the philippines here last because it's cheap it's oh. cheap as shit is to make them in the philippines so uh-huh. okay it's based on the novel written by peter benchley you know he wrote jaws and like all the jaws movies <laughs> is it really based on it though well that's what they said in imdb so uh, I'm but they called it, it a tiger shark yeah, which it wasn't. I know. And then they weird. showed like footage of great whites throughout the whole fucking thing. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, yeah, it doesn't. A screenplay was done by Bruno Mattei, uh, Robert Fien, and Linda Morrison. It was their only writing credits. Mm-hmm. And then let's get into the actors because most of these people, it was literally their only movie. She's but- like doing a grab bag of people in this movie, by the way. Right. So we have David Luther, who plays Francis. He was in another movie called Only the Strong from 1993. Only the Strong Survive. Oh, you've seen it? No, but I think it's a fighting movie. Yeah, I think it's a capoeira. It looked like a, like a fighting it's movie. It's a capoeira. They do capoeira. What is that? I don't know what that is. Is that a singing style? That's a song that they would sing. It's like dance. <laughs> like, ha! <laughs> There's so many movies that have made fun of it in different ways. Like, okay, like Zoolander, they're like, are they breakdance fighting right now? You know, um, but they do like this thing where they swing their arms out wide and uh-huh. their legs go behind them and then they can like kind of spin around. Okay. It's it's weird. I'll show it to you afterwards. All right. I'm pretty sure that's the movie. Anyway, and then we have George Barnes Jr. who plays Sam Samuel, Sam. He was in a movie called South Beach. Was and it The Diet or The... No, it was in a movie called. He was in an South- instructional video for South Beach Diet, and he was in a, a movie called DC Eight. Okay, and then we have Sky Palma who plays Glenda. She was in a movie called Four Eleven from twenty fifteen. You and- mean four one one? Are we that old? Four eleven. Four. You're thinking three eleven? No, I'm not. It says four eleven. Yeah, four one one. That's what that means. You know, nine eleven. And then Dark Queen. Okay, whatever. Okay. A Dark Queen from 2004. And then we have Greg Hood, who plays Bill. He was in a movie called Miami Models. And then probably the most famous person in the movie, his name is Larry Zintz. Zintz. Zintz, Larry Zintz. And he plays Larry. Uh, He's helped out in other films, such as 8mm. Yeah, as an assistant director or a unit director. Yeah. Or just additional staff. Yeah. A U-turn, any given Sunday, and detention, which 
Alex swears up and down I've seen and I don't remember. Yeah, I've and, tried to. Yeah, and we had an argument about that this afternoon as well. I love that movie. Detention's so good. It's like an underrated comedy slasher. Right. I couldn't find a budget on this film, which I thought was weird because I thought it would be like really low, and I thought it would just be like there to, for me to see, and I did it. But anyway, what do you think of this film, Alex? Um, it's terrible. All right, let's go. It's not even realistic. Just <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, if you think that you have seen all the shark movies, well, you'll get to see all of them in one movie right here. <laughs> Since the director lifted footage from Steven Spielberg's Jaws and Jano Swark's Jaws 2, Joe D'Amato's Deep Blood 1990, and mostly from Enzo G. Castellari's The Last Shark, which is a pretty insane movie, and Jaws 3. So there's a, a lot in there. She had to even yoink some of the Star Wars music and mixed it in with some fucking Indiana, <laughs> Indiana Jones. Jones. I mean, fuck, is there anything off fucking limits here, guys? <laughs> but that's just to give you kind of a taste of the, the clandestine and underground operation of Mattier. <laughs> we love him, of course. We He makes some of the greatest, worst movies ever made. And this one included, I would say, it was one of the best So Bad It's Good films I've seen. Bruno and the producers went as far as to market this movie as Jaws 5 without any hesitancy whatsoever. <laughs> Which turned out to be a bad choice. I couldn't really find too much on that. But yeah, it's, it's not an uncommon thing for Italians to grab onto movies and call it something completely different. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, Dawn of the Dead out there was zombie or whatever. They wanted to make it the official sequel to Dawn of the Dead. Zombie 2. Oh, that's right. Um, but more on that later. Uh, we watched a fully uncut version of the Severin disc, by the way, which we picked up for ourselves. You can watch this on Tubi, but I think it's the original cut, not the Snyder cut, because he goes by William Snyder. That's his fake American name to sell this movie, because that's what Italian directors did back in the day. Mm-hmm to get some of that money from uh, America. But it's just kind of a joke. They have a Snyder cut and a, a Bruno cut. And uh, the Snyder cut just has extra footage of like bullying and mafia and stuff that was later cut. It, it's a pretty jagged cut too, let me tell you. Like there's just stuff. I mean, even, even the regular one, I'm sure is all over the fucking place. But these just felt very obligatory. Like they were just in the movie for no reason mm -hmm. i would just watch the snyder cut anyway because this movie is just nonsensical some people like to call this euro trash which it is but i i just like to call it s big because that's what it is it's just so bad it's good it, it's through and through i would definitely consider it to be one of the top ones as i mentioned like it's not even really that gory either which those are some of my favorite ones is the gory ones right but it actually makes it so much more funny sometimes when they don't like, there is just crazy things that happen in this movie. It's just sometimes how it works. I couldn't believe, like, the performances of the cast. They got, like, a Hulk Hogan look-alike guy, <laughs> a, a message about our ecosystem, overacting sharkologist. Like, he's, it's just pretty wild shit, man. Like, there's so many funny lines in this movie. Like, really bad, cringy. I would not want to say that as an actor lines. Mm -hmm. And they were all about it. Like, totally into it. It's it's totally written by a guy, too, by the way. Totally. You can see that. Oh, my God. And it's just got that stink of bad decisions and what would 
you know, be considered male violent fantasies all over it. There's like dialogue is so terrible. It's really hard not to laugh at this kind of movie because it's just so not realistic, you know, like Mm -hmm. at all. It's just nonstop barrage of how did they think that this was going to work out? Right. Like then you realize nobody spoke English who worked on the set and the translator was really shit at his job too. So oftentimes Bruno would just be yelling in Italian at people that had no idea that they were supposed to be doing something different because the translator didn't even fucking tell them. Oh my gosh. So it's just a mishmash of a fucking movie. And not only that, it looks like it's from the Mm eighties, even though it was shot in the nineties because it's like his style never changed. He's like, oh, we, we, we use the same people we did in 1922. And <laughs> we shoot it just like Nosferatu. <laughs> <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> uh, but no, like it really looks like an 80s movie and it and it definitely is not. It just feels it's really a weird kind of feeling like the style, the clothes, the jokes. The I mean, there is some 90s kind of extreme kind of stuff feeling in there, mm-hmm. you know, with some of the characters and stuff. But a lot of the haircuts and stuff. My God, it was like they grabbed middle aged men to fucking play the parts of these kids. Of these guys, 20 years old. Yeah, who are living in the 80s, who like finally peaked in the 80s, but then are still hanging on to it, you know, thinking it's going to last into the 90s. <laughs> like me. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Only the 2020s. <laughs> I still got my rat tail, you piece of shit, and I still roll my pants. Suck a dick. <laughs> I think I would give this movie probably like an 8 out of 10 on an S big scale. It is one of the better ones for sure if you are looking for them, you know what I mean? Like looking for that particular superior cheese, I call it. It is definitely one to watch out for. And I'm so glad I own it. That's why I picked it up too because I was like, man, people talk about this so fondly. Mm-hmm. I'd be a fool not to get it. But it was like $30 forever. Right. And Severin gets away with so much shit, man. Like, they have Terminator 2, you know, the slipcover for Terminator 2. Right. For Shocking Dark. Right. And it's like, I had to get that one, too, you know what I mean? Because it's just like a piece of history. Mm-hmm. They even did the, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, what was it, 3? When they did, uh, yeah, Night Killer. Oh. That's what they titled it, even though it has nothing to do with it. <laughs> you know, it's just to try to fucking rip it off. Like, the Italians always tried to do back then but that was some fucking you want to talk about rogue making fucking films but also kind of doing them in like the most respectful way like like those guys like really were filmmakers and they put out some of the craziest shit and bruno was no you know he might not be a great filmmaker as far as like the mainstream's concerned but for us who like the weird shit i mean a lot of his movies i actually really like hell of the living dead rats nights of terror is awesome Mm-hmm. Just a weird fucking movie. Better. <clears throat> like the sets are shot really cool and stuff. It's like very obviously sets and stuff, but it's just cool stuff. I don't know. I like all of it. So, mm-hmm. but Christina, what do you think? What did you think of this movie in particular? Pretty much like everything you said. I, it's hard to believe. It oh, was, well, then you don't need to say anything. I really, I don't. Well, do I ever? <laughs> you like, don't say a lot, but you say a lot more than that. It's hard to believe it was made in 1995. Like you said. Yeah. Um, it is an S-Big movie. The dialogue is super cringy. Dude, the, the dialogue is so bad. Yeah. The the best actors in this film were the dolphins, and I'm not shitting you. 
It's like, <laughs> are you talking about that tragic scene that we were like, oh my god? Yeah. Like just the thought of it made us like go, oh, that's so wrong. Yeah. No, yeah. every single scene the dolphins were in, they did a damn good job. Right. Well, like, they're it, they're trained. Fe- these these actors were not. <laughs> the fact that the dolphins are trained. In that. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, you mentioned the Indiana Jones Star Wars music, which were like intertwined with each other. Yeah, I it goes. Interesting. It, it goes. It's like, wait. Did you just fucking? I don't know how they did it. They did the Star they, Wars like, and then it blended it. into that. Yeah. And then, they, of course, they made sure that you know it wasn't exactly the same notes. <laughs> yeah, know? it was so, really sus. It was creative. It was yeah, creative. oh yeah, creatively fucking like <laughs> bankrupt. I wish there were more shark attack scenes, though. Blood. But I got to tell you, the helicopter scene in this movie was absolutely <laughs> amazing, and we're going to talk about that for yeah, sure. That's one of the best lines of the fucking movie. There's plenty, but there, there's that one that's so, really good. So you said they used footage from Jaws in this movie? I thought it was- Everything I listed off, they used. Okay, because I thought it was like National Geographic stock footage. No, they just it just looked like shit because they stole it from like the- uh, The other movies. Yeah, like they chopped it up out of like film and was, reels. And it was so obvious, Yeah, which is funny. You could tell like it was like completely different film quality. Right. And then they kept using, instead of showing the shark in some scenes, they had like this Bowie mm. that would bob up and down, which is like, God, just put the fucking shark at the scene. I was watching the extras on this, and like uh, this woman that was talking about all the shark movies that you know came out at that time because this was like the Friday the Thirteenth for sharks, right? Like they they just shark movies started popping up all over the fucking place. You know what I mean? Like everywhere. It was, that's why shark movies are so popular is because of Jaws. And yeah, had, but this is twenty years later. Doesn't matter. Right. This is why shark movies are so popular is Jaws. It's because Jaws, yeah. Yeah. And everybody, and I mean, we've seen it in just about every fucking movie like, right. recently. Right. Every even animal movie is like copying fucking Jaws, for Christ's sake. <laughs> you can get away from the breed and it's still fucking Jaws. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, they just made a lot of them. And she was saying that the, what were we talking about? What the was Bowie. The, the Bowie? Them using the Bowie as a shark. The Bowie. Yeah. Whatever it's called. <laughs> Bowie? Bowie. Oh, they're using the Bowie. David Bowie. Uh, <laughs> no, the, the Bowie thing, as she said, was kind of a genius idea. And I kind of agree with her because they did that in Jaws, but only for a brief second. <laughs> it was like a brief thing that they did for one scene. But I think it was the last shark that does it for the whole movie. Right. And they did it a lot in this one, too. A lot. Which they stole a lot of the footage from as well. So, I mean, I don't know how he got away with that shit. The Last Shark? Come on, man. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. I think that's an Italian-made movie. <laughs> so, it's like, you're only taking from yourself there, buddy. You know what I mean? Like, I can't have made people happy. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. Uh, I, I really agree with you, though. I think, you know. Yeah, realistically, the movie's really slow, and it's kind of boring. Lots of drama. Every sentence but that comes out of those people's mouths is a fucking it's treat. It's cringy. Um, but there was a couple good parts, so I gave it a five out of ten. Five out of ten. Yeah. Uh, oof. What? I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, it had good parts. <sighs> She's so mean. She's so tough. I know. She's just never satisfied. But then nope. you put on Black Sheep, and it's the golden. Oh, that is fucking it's amazing. It's the, the Golden Fleece Award, you know? And they're like, what the fuck? 
why can't I review that on here? It's not that you can't. It's just that we're, you know. There has to be another sheep movie we could pair it with. There is not another sheep movie like that. Yeah, farm animal. Well, there is, but it's, it's I think it's called Black Sheep, actually. I can't remember. Oh, okay. Anyway, I'm just saying that this movie was is a treat, and uh, you're wrong. So, enjoy that. Thanks. <laughs> All right, so we do have a little bit of trivia that I did find on this. So if you don't want anything spoiled, here's your warning. So the cast was made up of completely non-union locals from Florida who basically took direction from the translator, which I mentioned, Ah. who they were getting yelled at on a, a constant basis. They said that when they were reading from the script, well, one of the guys, he said it would give them stage direction. And all the translator ever did is reread the stage direction to uh-huh. him. Uh-huh. Even though it sounded like Bruno had different ideas and had changed the stage direction in a conversation with the translator, the translator just said, yeah. So maybe he wasn't a translator at all. <laughs> and somehow he just slipped in. There's got to be a story, like a movie about that, about a guy who comes in to be Bruno Mattier's fucking... Translator. Translator, and it's kind of like that whole, like... What is it, the the overwhelming weight of being Nicolas Cage or whatever the fucking movie? <laughs> it's like about this translator. Anyway, I just thought it was funny that they just had no idea what was going on. And that happens a lot on these Italian productions, but I don't think Bruno spoke a lick of English, really. That's strange. Although it was uh, not intended to have a shark on set, there's still a leak that the crew had actually built a mechanical shark for the film, but ended up broken after multiple problems, and there was no money left to build another shark, so the crew went with out a shark, which is kind of true, because in an interview, Jay Colligan, who played Tommy, said that nobody was fucking, there was not a shark in the goddamn film. He never saw one on set, not a prop, nothing. <laughs> Not even a prop? No. Wow. He said the closest they got to getting to see a shark was like there's that scene where fucking Ronnie throws. Everybody has a Ani, Tommy, Ronnie, Bobby, Susie. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. everybody had a Y on the end. Did you notice that? Like it was no, like every character's name is just Ronnie. Ronnie, the dickhead brother, whatever. He throws us like a ham in the fucking water or whatever. His big beef stew or whatever. They're trying to catch fucking cruel jaws. Uh-huh. And they throw it in the water, and then he falls in afterwards. He fell in with the fucking hunk of meat, too. Right. So he's, like, swimming around in there. And quietly off stage, one of the, the, the Tommy guy was like, he's like, do you think I should tell him that just yesterday I literally found a hammerhead shark in this exact area, you know, swimming around in the water? You think it's too late to tell him that now? And he was like, yeah, I wouldn't tell him that. That was the closest <laughs> that they got to a shark. Oh. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, okay. I see. So it was like the day before they had seen a shark in that area. Okay. So anyway, the film was released on DVD in Europe in 2009. There was a Blu-ray release from Scream Factory, obviously, that was planned, packaged as a double feature with Exterminators of the Year 3000, but it ultimately canceled due to the film's unauthorized use and footage of the Jaws franchise and other shark movies. And the film was officially released on Blu-ray and DVD on the U.S. of September 29th through Severin on the 20th. Which uh, is the one we have. 20th year, yeah, 2020. Yeah, that's why I wanted to get it, because I was like, right. oh, this is like a piece of history almost. Mm-hmm. The guy I called Hulk Hogan, by the way, in the movie. Yeah. Because I kept calling him Hulk Hogan all throughout. 
he actually is an impersonator for Hulk Hogan. Oh, for real? So they hired him, yeah. Hell yeah, brother. Yeah, brother. (laughs) (laughs) Jay Colligan, who played Tommy, also told a story about how, you know, that when they were doing the filming that nobody thought it was a joke movie. Everyone so this is serious. yeah this is that thing that i was talking about when we talk about uh, you know so bad it's good films mm-hmm. nobody's going out there to waste all that time to make a shitty movie like that right okay that's why these movies are good and why they're funny is because they wasted their entire lives <laughs> <laughs> and that's what we're laughing about each time we laugh at their failures <laughs> no no but yeah that's that's essentially what he said he said they really wanted to go on to become like bigger actors and like directors and shit like that and so they took this like ultimately really really seriously even though they were non-union they were just like let's do it man we're, we're fucking stars man he's like i didn't realize you know that people were saying their lines terribly we we're just trying to get it done right so boy whoo one of the main guys is so bad the way he says things is just intense, intense and just odd. Like people don't talk that way. No, but that's pretty much it. That's all I got for trivia. Really? Uh-huh. Yeah, there's some other stuff. I mean, I thought I would get more into the story of why they ripped off all this footage, but I think it's pretty apparent. Well, yeah, they just wanted to complete a movie. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure like trying to get a shark is like expensive. Well, I think what happened was, is that I think, cause I remember them talking about, how they had spent money on something and this is a rumor uh-huh but they had spent money on footage that they had already had oh okay so they were like we have to make something so they had that's like you know like there might have been a mechanical shark but then it failed so that didn't work and then they had to like recoup their money somehow so they were like stuck with this project and they had to do it because it was one of those projects where it's like you either make it or you break it kind of thing right so they they decided to make it mm-hmm. and they broke the industry so what do, you, what do you think when you first started to realize right away that how, how bad this was? Like, Well, I already knew it was going to be bad, I you mean, know? The conversation, the first conversation. Oh, in the movie? Yeah, I already knew. I didn't were... even get the whole front part of it. I was like, <laughs> which had nothing to do with any of the fucking movie. It was just random talk between yeah. the like, characters. It was really random. But okay, there was this scene where there was this little girl swimming in the water. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I, the, the Hulk Hogan guy owns this aquarium and his daughter is swimming in the water. She's, I don't know, she's like Susie, eight. Right? Yeah, Susie. She's like eight or nine or something. And she's swimming in the water with the dolphins, you know, ah! oh, cute, blah, blah, blah. So, so a guy like pulls her out of the water and then, and then puts her in a wheelchair. And for certain goddamn reason. We both looked at each other <laughs> we and we're like, what? Started the laughing. Fuck? I don't know why. Because it's so random. Yeah. Like we're not expecting it. We're like, I was well first we were like logistically we were like, can that happen? So I immediately went and it was like, Yeah, you, you can swim if you have no life. Yeah, you could well she had a life jacket on and stuff too. Right. You, but that doesn't you can mean swim keep with your, your arms. Like Yeah, she's probably pretty tired. She's got little arms, you know. <laughs> But she's got no legs, so I guess so, it's not that heavy. But, you know, the dolphins are there to rescue her, so whatever. That's true. That's true. Just flip her around and fucking... They're <laughs> oh all, like, God. flipping her over to the other dolphin. So then the dad shows up. Hulk Hogan shows up. Okay, and now it's like, okay, so now the ball gets rolling with, like, what the story is gonna... You know, what the corporate entity of the story will be because he's being served an eviction notice for to get out of the park because of course some wealthy landowner wants to come and like build a whole hotel or some shit right yeah and it's like really uh skeevy like he shouldn't be doing it the way he's doing it or whatever right they like get the fucking word that it's gonna happen 
the day he shows up. Right. And it's like, well, very clearly you made this happen. So, <laughs> and he's like, it's just business. It's just business. <laughs> he's like, yeah, but I got dolphins and shit. They love us. <laughs> I got Hulk Hogan's like, I got dolphins, motherfucker. <laughs> so then they find a dead body on the beach. Okay. They find what? They find a dead body. On oh, the yeah. Beach, the half eaten one. Yeah. It actually looked pretty cool. It was kind of spooky, you know? You know it's from these. Well, they had these guys in the beginning of the movie who were trying to get salvage from a ship or something like that in the middle of the night. I'm like, why are people scuba diving in the middle of the night? But whatever. Right. They're looking for treasure. Yeah. They were looking for treasure. And uh, that's when they get like trapped down there by a fucking shark or whatever. And that's one of the guys who he's got a bite taken out. Yeah. That's the dead body. Yeah. And then here comes the annoying guy who is like, that's a shark bite. I know that's a shark bite. Are you falling asleep? Yeah, I was. (laughs) Uh, There was a guy, but there was a guy standing next to him that was like, he's like, that's a shark. Oh, no. The other guy who was standing next to him said it was, oh, it looks like a speedboat propeller. That's right. Yeah. And I'm like, no, it it doesn't. It very much doesn't at all. Yeah. Yeah. It literally looks like someone took a cartoon-sized bite out of a goddamn sandwich. <laughs> you think that's a propeller? And the body's been floating in the water for a while. Yeah, it's like, you know, it's got the fucking jagged fucking marks in the fucking swimsuit and shit. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, ridiculous. And then they go to the coroner, and then the coroner confirms it's a shark. Like, duh. <laughs> and the governor shows up and says that we can't shut down, we can't shut down the beach? What are you, crazy? We can't shut down the beach? Because, of course, you know, it wouldn't be a Jaws ripoff if you didn't have that in it. Like, you know, what kind of shark would do that? He's like a, a tiger shark. And I'm like, okay, wait, what? It's a tiger shark? They're like, yeah, he's got to be about this big. Do you think that was a translation error? I don't know. I don't think they cared because there was different sharks in every scene just about. You yeah. Know I mean? They were like, they're too stupid to know what it is, you know? like <laughs> Because even there's that scene and I fucking, I love it. Where he's like, he tells the guy, he's like, what is the cops like? What is it? What do we know about sharks? And he's like, well, we don't know too much other than they have teeth that are like butcher knives <laughs> and they like to eat a lot. And the only way to kill them is to kill them or starve them. It's like, okay. okay. Like, I think they know a little bit more than that. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe Bruno doesn't. <laughs> he's like, look, I don't want to write this shit and study it. I just want to get the fucking dialogue <laughs> over. With. Yeah, let's get this over with. There was a flash of a group of guys on a beach and like three girls that are walking up. Oh, God. And one of the girls is uh. is like the little sister of the governor's son. And he's like a super douche and who's like with his buddies, too. And one of them is called Tommy. And Tommy's like, wait, hold up, ladies. He's uh, I'm a pussy inspector. And I need to check you out. Gross. And it cuts it like super early, too. Like right when the joke was really going to land, you know? <laughs> yeah, because that is <laughs> a landing joke. Hey, pussy inspector here. So then the uh, those two are making out on the beach. Oh, uh, Ronnie and, and the, oh, no, the no. sister. Really? Not his sister. Bobby. Yeah. Bobby yeah, and Bobby the sister. Yeah, Bobby and the sister were making out, the, out on the beach. Gloria, the yeah, sister. Yeah, because yeah, she's like, they walk on, they, he walks her home. Right, right. And he's right. telling the story of Susie who's in the wheelchair because everybody talks about Susie and, and her story about how she's in the wheelchair. And there's it's, always this music that accommodates the whole fucking story. It's like so real you heartfelt know. music, yes, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like how she's so free outside and, and doesn't want her to be all cooped up in an apartment. And, and, 
And then the brother shows up. Right. And it, fucking decks the sister. It was like, it was like, you get over here. What the hell are you doing? And then, yeah, slaps her like hard. Straight up decks like, her, dude. We had to rewind it and watch it again. <laughs> yeah. And it was like really fucking like, <laughs> it's not like a karate chop or a slap. He like fucking decks her. Like, what's with all these movies where like the women keep getting like they slapped? Better, you better keep themselves in check, you know? <laughs> Shut or up. Or if Ronnie's going to fucking settle that, you know? Jesus. It's pretty crazy, dude. It really is. It's his sister, too. Like, like that's the yeah. thing. It's like, not only are you overstepping your bounds there, but you're, like, acting like, oh, no one can love my sister? Like, and he's done nothing. Right. Like, control. what's he going to do to her? It's a control thing. Didn't he? Only her... I can fuck her. You know, like, that. that's kind of how it seemed a little bit. Didn't her dad slap her, too, later on? Yes. Yeah. They just beat the shit out of her. So they started beating up the other guy. And they have these weird sound effects when well, like, they're beating him up. There's Tommy who has plans that they, they should, because uh, like the governor wants to get everybody out of the fucking dolphin park. And so he's like, there's a big bonus if you get out of town early and just get out of town early. Because they owe like 200000 or something like that, right? I don't know. Yeah, I guess. It's not that much. No, I'm just kidding. And so Tommy and Ronnie decide that they're going to poison the fucking dolphins to get him out of there. Like, which is really fucked up. He's like, check it out. We got strychnine and a great fish. And then he chucks it in the water and the and the dolphin eats it. Did the dolphin eat yeah, it? Yeah, it ate it. Oh. Remember they saved it just in time with a transfusion or something? Oh. I don't know. They made some like weird cheap transfusion kit. They're like, we saved it just in time. She's being just herself again. It's like stock footage of a fucking dolphin waving or something. <laughs> uh, <laughs> which is kind of funny, but I don't know. They end up saving the dolphin. I just remember that. Just just in the nick of time. Oh, okay. Meanwhile, the cop is on the loose to some funky new 80s beat. Because like everywhere he walks, it's like. Like fucking Beverly Hills cop style. So he goes to talk to Billy. It's funny, too, because the music's so 80s in this. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It it's like totally like not a 90s movie. Like, it, no. it, it was like totally against the grain. Like, mm -hmm. there should have been like Nirvana or something at this point in time. You know what yeah. I mean? Sonic Youth or some shit. I don't fucking know. <laughs> fucking uh, fucking uh, the butthole surfers or something, you know? Uh, but so that's where the that's where we we hear the the shark experts say what do we know about sharks and, and he gets he, he has a slideshow he busts though. out his powerpoint presentation yeah, dude well we know that they have sharp razor-like teeth like butcher knives and that they're locomotives that's what it says <laughs> i was like dude so weird that's what you know i was like that shit's awesome <laughs> <laughs> do we just become friends and then they fucking play drums together and rub their dicks all over it. Remember fucking Step Brothers? Never mind. Okay. No, I don't. Sorry. <laughs> I'm making references to other movies that you can clearly have no reference to. Nope. Anyway, the owner of the Dolphins, Hulk Hogan, of course, he's being harassed by the governor who's creating a hotel on top of his place. And he gets scared off by a seal and then falls into the water. This, this happens like. I think two or three times in the movie. Yeah, he gets pushed out yeah, by the seal. Yeah. yeah, it's like it happens and everybody's laughing and they're like, ha ha, I almost forgot for a second that we're going to lose our lives. You know, like everybody's laughing. Susie's like clapping like a seal. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the, there's a, a lot of jagged cuts at this point, too. There was like, yeah, right here, there's a lot. Yeah, because there's like the cop with the mayor and the government, and the cop warns them to shut everything down. He's mm -hmm. like, you guys are the ones trying to open up a fucking shark diner. 
at the fucking, you know, like by fucking not closing it or whatever. And Hulk Hogan, this is where he has that moment with his daughter and he reads her a, oh, yeah. a fairy tale for like two seconds and she falls asleep. Yeah, and then she's just like asleep. I was yeah. like, Oscar. It's like, damn, Oscar she's got narcolepsy or something. She's going to fast sleeper than me. <laughs> Dude, I literally fell asleep while we were recording this podcast. Here. <laughs> he did. I had to wake up. I, I, I had to take a fucking. Every uh, time I talk, which is why. Yeah, it's pretty talk. boring yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. But the windsurfing contest starts. Oh, which is amazing. Is it? It is amazing because they're not even actually windsurfing. It's just a bunch of stock footage of yeah. dudes <laughs> windsurfing. And, and then they, shots from like the ground. Like like, like chest up. Of no, them. not even. Like literally half of their face up. Yeah. Like they didn't even like. Yeah, it's like terrible. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Like you can't even see what they're doing. You just they're just like probably on land shooting up, so it makes it look like they're on the ocean. And then they kept cutting into stock footage of you know Jaws. Right. You know, like back and forth, and then blood with water in it, or water with blood in it. Oh yeah. And that yeah. was the theme. You know, if you died, you had blood, blood in the water. And there was a scene where Susie fell. In in the water, we you thought know, she was girl. dead. And we're like, yes, yeah. get her, get her. But now she, well, uh, Vanessa, yeah, Vanessa, like, no, she pulled her out, and then Vanessa got eaten. That's because, right, yeah. yeah, because she saved her. Thank God. Yeah. Uh. Okay. <laughs> then they had like hospital scenes. Well, like Susie there, and the- before Vanessa gets killed, though, there was a scene that that the the sharkologist guy Billy mm-hmm. or whatever his name is girlfriend vanessa she's trying to get it on and the cop shows up and steals him away again and she's like no not right now and he's like yes right now i gotta go the world needs me vanessa and that's when she dies the next day and he wishes he, he would have slept with her that night but oh well oh well it's fucking weird and uh they had this weird scene too where they were skinny dipping in the water do you remember that Mm-mm. ronnie i think it was ronnie and that girl oh yeah they they ran out into the ocean. Yeah, and Tommy and that fucking other girl, Glenda. Mm-hmm. Glenda, That yeah. was so, such a bad scene, though. I'm surprised you're even mentioning it. I just remember because I was thinking, like, wow, what a douche. Like, it, the stuff he was saying, he's like, you better get out. And then he comes running up on shore and tackles him or whatever. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. It's like they're all buddies or whatever. Meanwhile, the governor's having, like, a town hall about putting netting in around the beaches, and they think that that, like... You know, because the wall—they're gonna build a wall because the wall always works. Yeah, you know? the walls always keep them out. Didn't they the find? Sharks. Didn't they find a dead shark and they thought it was it? Yeah. And then so they put up the thing the that netting. they killed him. Yeah. Right. They were like, "That should be enough." You know, we we know that it's dead, and we put up some netting. But then, like, the weird thing is, is that the netting's metal. They show it being put up as metal. Mm-hmm. But when the shark cuts through it, it's literally rope. <laughs> So suspicious. Yeah, I, I don't know, and it didn't even look like a real shark. This is what I'm talking about: realism. This right. is not a realistic uh, movie at all. Claymation shark here, you know? Right. Like, it's just a, like they made this fake shark that's probably about the size of your hand, mm-hmm. and they swam it around in there and like made like underwater stuff to make it, you know, swimming up around them, and they would just always use the same jaws coming out of the water kind of scene right or grabbing food or something like that but then they realize that there's more sharks there's right. another shark so then oh. they bust out a helicopter to find this motherfucking right. shark in this motherfucking ocean that's where they kill the one and they, they shoot it in the head 
And they're like, it's finally over. So everybody's celebrating at the park because they have this big park opening and there's all these fucking kids swimming and like everybody's having fun and everybody's out on the dock and they even roll Susie out on the dock, which turns out to be a nightmare. (laughs) That's where she falls in (laughs) because fucking Cruel Jaws is, as his name should be, he's attacking the dock where she's at and it's like barely balancing and people keep tumbling in, turning into red water like you were saying. And then... She falls in and she's fine. She gets saved. Vanessa gets eaten and they take her to the hospital. Little Susie. Right. And at the hospital, it's like they're treating her like she got fucking bit or something. And like literally like seven guys are huddled around the little girl like, oh, no, not Susie. You know, like I'm like, what the fuck? Because she's been through so much. She's tired. She lost her mom. She lost her legs. Well, she goes there and it's just it's just really weird. It was kind of funny, though, because we did think she was going to get eaten. But at the hospital, the governor shows up. I don't remember why. I think to try to, like, convince them to leave or something like that. And he's like, Governor, you need to put up money for for people to catch that thing and kill it. $100,000 reward or something like that. Be, and, and Billy even calls the fucking sharkologist guy, goes up to him, you fat fuck! Like, <laughs> but it was, like, so unnecessary. Like... They weren't even at that level of yelling, and he was like... Gotta take it to the extreme. Yeah, like, the governor was, like, talking to him, like, negatively for, like, at a four, but Billy comes in hot, like, with a 13, is just screaming at him, and it's, like, his intensity is, like, I love the effort, but it just... Because it makes it so much funnier. (laughs) And that's when... This is the extra part, because the mob is part of the cut part materials. Because mm-hmm. they have the governor's friends that are mob people and they're like giving him a bunch of shit. And then he's like, better make sure the shark's gone immediately. He's like, I'll solve this, you know, like, and he tries to like send out a bunch of guys to go get it. Right. Isn't that what happens? Right. Oh, Ronnie, the son. It's like, I'll try to comfort him. He's like, I got a fucking agenda. I'll do it. And then Glenda grabs her pump shotgun out of the fucking closet and like there's like hero music that swells and like Susie's in her wheelchair waving to the Star Wars music and the bridge goes up. <laughs> That's when we first heard it. And she was like, Christine was like, oh, what is that? Is that Star Wars? I think it's Star Wars. And I said, and Indiana Jones and something else. I don't right. know. And that's when they bring in the toy shark to slam into the toy boat. Right. You know, the Ronnie and Hulk Hogan and the gang are out to try to fucking kill Mm -hmm. the thing for the $100,000 award or $200,000. I can't remember one of the two. Meanwhile, Bill, Billy, Hulk and Bobby want to harpoon it. Talking about harpooning it like fucking a whale. Yeah. Like what the fuck? Jaws pops out of the water and Ronnie's like shooting at it, but not really. Like, he keeps missing, and he keeps pointing it at it, and, like, they're like, shoot it, shoot it, shoot it in the head! (laughs) And he's just, like, nothing, and the shark's just kind of floating in pause. Like, the the movie's just paused. (laughs) Like, there's no way that the shark's going to be just sitting like that the whole time. But, yeah, he hesitates and then doesn't kill it. Right. Which is stupid. Very. But there's a cop, the cop that's in the movie, he takes a helicopter up, and he tries to find Jaws. And he even hooks some meat to a rope and lowers it down into the water. And this is the part I think you were talking about where the cops like, he's eight meters long. They're pulling us into the water. We're going to need a bigger helicopter. Uh, <laughs> the the total Jaws ripoff. If you didn't say we of need, course, we're going to need a bigger boat. Or, 
in-house shark. He says, I think we're going to need a bigger house. Oh, that's right. You know, whatever in the trailer it, it does. We yeah. need a shark. I think we're going to need a, a bigger planchet. <laughs> <laughs> I think the cop falls in, doesn't he? Right. Does he die? I think so. I don't remember. I don't remember either. I just remember the, the mob is like super pissed and, and <laughs> that, that, that this whole thing has like happened, you know? And they're like, we'll take care of it. Now it's like two mobsters versus Jaws. And like Gloria overhears it and means she's going to get beat pretty much. And he just slaps the shit out of her. There she goes again. When she comes walking in. So she's like, fuck this shit. And she sneaks out to tell Hulk Hogan and the gang. And they're called the B team. <laughs> B team. Instead of the A team, like, you know, Mr. Oh, T, I Hulk see. Hulk Hogan. Okay. Oh, I see. Anyway. Okay. The, the mobsters show up to the site. And one of them jumps in, he gets eaten immediately. And you see him carefully draped in the jaw's mouth and start to swallow the dude. Do you remember? Right. Like they, That was, yeah, the one scene with the shark. I, I don't know what they were doing. It was like every time the shark would come up and out of the water, like he was bobbing. Yeah, he was totally bobbing. Yeah, and it didn't make any sense. But then you just, you see this dummy like sliding in his mouth every time he's bobbing. So it's really ridiculous. It was just like the laziest way a shark could eat. Yeah. Like for a fucking angry shark, this motherfucker's lazy. Yeah. You know? He's like, just let it slide in. I think his neck meat's hooked on my tooth. <laughs> like, you're supposed to chop it in half, you fucking lazy piece of shit. Um, that's when, of course, the Star Wars music, of course, kicks Again. in. Yeah. The mob's, like, shooting out 12-gauge shotguns everywhere. And then there's, like, uh, they get a plan. They come together, like, Billy, Hulk Hogan, and all the gang. He has, like, four people. On, there's, like, three extra people other than Hulk Hogan on the boat. And then he can't, he doesn't go, but the three other guys go. Mm-hmm. And drinks. Basically, Hulk Hogan just sits back and starts drinking. <laughs> and he spots the shark, and he fires a few rounds missing. But the two guys surface, and Billy's left, I guess, down there. And they go to back to help him. When they get back to safety, they blow the charges and, and like everyone is happy, including the Hulk and his dolphinarium is <laughs> <laughs> like a whole fucking thing because they killed the shark and he got the money and the governor presents it to him even like to kiss his ass and then falls into the water by a seal. He gets and, pushed into yeah, the water by a seal. And then everybody laughs. It's like, ah, oh, they everyone died. That was amazing. It was all worth it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty great though like like we're not even even doing how bad at acting some of these like scenes were guys it's like pretty yeah, bad there were so many and with the movie like this you just have to write it down like so much it's just like hard to like enjoy the movie you know because there's always some bit of dialogue or some fucked up twisted things that's why i always mention some of these small parts because there's just so many little weird jokes mm-hmm. but we do have another movie that we're going to be talking about and that is a newer movie called Land Shark that came out in 2020, not the 2017 Polanya Brothers ah. one or or one of the Polanya Brothers, because I believe one of them passed away. So my my uh, utmost respect, no, no disrespect. But Land Shark is a movie about Mr. Chang, the boss of a pharmaceutical company, has invested in biopharmaceutical research, and his laboratory is located deep in the jungle. By modifying the shark gene to develop a new type of anti-cancer drug. And the only way that they're able to fund this is by getting other donors to donate into the fund. Oh. So, now this is a movie directed by Chang C. Yu. Uh, it could be C. Yu Chang. 
like the names on IMDb are backwards. Usually they use the surname first. Mm-hmm. And then, I don't know, or the other way around, I don't know. He uh, is a director that's done a movie called Fist of Fury Soul. There is the Grandmaster of Kung Fu, and that's pretty much it. Some of the stars in this movie, there's only three names on the list, period. That's strange. Yeah, they didn't like add any of the other people that acted in the movie. They're like, fuck those guys. And I think it's because of how like IMDb does their stuff. Like, I don't know, I think you have to be paid in order to get a credit on IMDb. Right. To prove it or something what it is. is. So I'm assuming that a lot of these people, and there's a story on that that I'll get into later. But um, so we got Louis Lee, who is in Universe Password, which I I tried looking up the trailer. It just sounds cool. It's got this weird creature on the front. He was also in a movie called Chang on Fog Monster. And then there's Kun Zi Mei, who was in The Flying Guillotine. And then Lee Tang Yin, which is just this movie. I did find a budget for this, about $2 million. Oh, wow. That's a lot. I didn't say if it was U.S. or what. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. There's really not that much else <laughs> to, to like write home about. Christina, what did you think of this movie and why did you pick it? Why did we pick it? Well, we picked it because the trailer was amazing right. and I was super excited to watch it. When we started watching it, it was dubbed. So I was like, this <sighs> movie is going to be hilarious. It was terrible. And the opening scene was exciting, but then it got really boring. I don't like dubbed. I know you don't. You can talk about it when you're talking about your thoughts, okay? Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> Take your little nap. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> it was trying too hard to have... Um, it was trying too hard to, to have the stereotypical story. Oh, yeah. You know, about a genetically modified shark and how they can't kill the shark. Dude. Even if, though it's killing people. Right. And if you look at all of the, the breadth of movies that they have in China... There's literally every type of monster movie. Right. And it's all the, it's the same. same plot. It's so always same genetic plot. something or another. Yeah. Uh, and they were obviously trying to rip off Jurassic World. Mm. Like, there was scenes where it was almost beat to beat, I think. Yeah, it was really kind of... It was weird. It, it, it really was. We both, at one point in time... We were like, this is like Jurassic Park. Yeah, we were both thinking the same thing. The way thing, they were no doing way. the shots and stuff in this particular scene, it was really funny. Right. I appreciate the effort that was put into the massive amount of CGI work. Oh, yeah. Massive. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also appreciate that this movie is less than 90 minutes long. <laughs> it was only like an hour and 10 minutes. Yeah, thank God for us, but I guess. But it didn't feel like it. It, right. did, it felt like a two-hour movie. Yeah. It was horrible. So I was very disappointed, and I gave it a four out of 10. Yeah, I was not very happy with this movie, to be honest with you. I expected so much more. Like, I was like, okay, I knew it was going to be kind of silly, goofy. I'm expecting that, you know? Right. And I'm expecting the, the CGI to be mm, not so great. But we watched that movie. What was it? Tidal Wave? And they had so much better fucking CGI. That I got at the Dollar Tree? Yeah. Yeah, it was a good a, movie. That's what I'm saying, right? It was that's, that's what gave me hope. Right. That, that maybe this will be too, but that I think that one's a Korean movie. This is a Chinese movie. Oh, and this one only had two million dollar, and it, we don't even know if it's two thousand two million yet. So maybe it was like twenty million, twenty thousand dollars they made this movie on. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, I was like, oh man, this is gonna be funny because they have like the scene in the trailer where there's this guy and his and his son are like sitting out there fishing, and you see land shark jump out of the water and over top of him just like free, free willy. willy, like totally free willy. 
and uh, land on the land and just like wreck shit. And that's apparently a point in the movie that they replay again, literally. Right. From B to B. Right. Which is like, oh, uh, so you ran yeah. out of room. Okay. Right. So they're they're trying to express that this is where it happened in that time frame, I guess. Mm-hmm. But instead of doing something creative, they just replayed the whole scene again, which is <laughs> odd. An odd choice. And obvious. It, you know, like when I watch this movie, I almost kind of feel like there's like so many fucking tropes in it. Mm-hmm. It's like I was thinking of like Tropic Thunder or not Tropic Thunder, but the... Uh, what was the jungle one? Jumanji. Oh. With fucking... Uh, Robin Williams? No, not Robin the, Williams. The Rock. Jack Black. Oh, yeah, yeah. I kept thinking that there's a big guy in this movie named Pang Young, who is like the comedic talent. And I kept thinking, okay, so this is like their version of Jack Black or something, you know, because he's like, the way he acted in the movie is like very much like Jack Blackwood. Right. Right? Did you get that at all? Yeah, or? it was like a, a physical comedy. Right. Yeah. But he was always like overdoing things and then like pointing out things that are silly. Right. Like catching himself and saying dumb things and just how Jack Black would be like in some of his movies that I've seen, like when he gets a little unhinged. Right. Um. But yeah, it was like, uh, I mean, Jack Black is definitely better than this guy. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> uh, but, you know, these aren't the best actors in China. And you can tell that very quickly because... This movie has, like, even if it's dubbed, the body language of a lot of these people are, like, really bad. Mm-hmm. Like, Pang Kian was, like, hugely, like, all over the place. Um, he was kind of helpful in kind of pacing the movie along a little bit. Mm-hmm. But it also just didn't feel right because a lot of people were dying and shit. <laughs> and uh, the CGI was terrible. It was terrible. Like, it's okay. It's passable. Like, if you're going to do it and just turn it in. But it, it, it's it, like, it's like older CGI work. You know? I mean, I couldn't do it. But the thing re- the thing that really bothered me is the consistency of the size of the fucking land shark. Oh, yeah. It, kept, it was big or small. It was like either the size of a kayak or the size of a fucking building. <laughs> Literally jumping between those things. I think they did explain it in the movie. I think we just did they. I th- yes, when they were talking about, I don't want to spoil anything. We'll talk about it when we get there. Well, what the, the the, it's genetic research. So it's just scientists gone wrong. Clearly, anti-capitalist movie, which is funny. <laughs> it, it's pretty heavy laden. When I, that's why I say that. It, it's like almost like they're really pushing on that button. But that's a message that you see and a trope you see in America Everything, all the time. Yeah. It's like corporate guy who's trying to make money only thinks about corporate so, evil. It's so fucking overdone, dude. Uh, but yeah, like it, it is just one of those movies. You're right. It's just very tropey, very yep. run of the mill fucking paint by numbers fucking shit. There's a couple of funny moments in it. Nothing that's actually funny. Like it, there was like stuff that we were laughing at that wasn't supposed to be funny, kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But we weren't like laughing a lot. It was just kind of like, hey, the movie's happening. It didn't grab me. It did. It just felt thrown together, felt rushed. The mistakes were just all over the fucking place. They didn't care if the CGI looked good or bad. They were just like, let's, let's get, get it, it done. done. Yeah. I was expecting this to be a quality movie that actually brought me back into the fold for these types of movies. Because that's kind of like the hope, right? You see all these like crazy, you know, sharktopus and like fucking monster man versus fucking volcano shark or whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and you're like, oh man, that looks so cool, but it's- Oh, mega shark. It's going to be really dumb, I guarantee you. And yeah, this is one of those movies. Nothing new, nothing great. 
a few why is this happening like this is not a believable world whatsoever and, and you know what not just jurassic park tremors oh yeah they kind of reference yeah. both of those things in it but they wanted at the end of the day they wanted this to be more of an adventure fantasy sort of movie that is talking about the perils of science and capitalism and like all this other stuff it, it, it's it's just so overdone but yeah i would probably give this a four as well out of ten if oh, not lower maybe right. even a three but you know it it's competent enough it's just not something i would watch again right and i would definitely yeah it might even go down to a three but you know three or four yeah so I was really disappointed with it. I was so sad. I was so sad, too. I was like, man, this is going to be the one. This is going to be it. I can't wait. I was kind of excited for this one more than I was Cruel Jaws. Right. I but was I was too. like, what am I doing? Like, I know Cruel Jaws is going to be my thing. So what am I doing? So I was glad we got to watch Cruel, <laughs> Cruel Jaws first. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's out for rent. You can rent it for, what did we get for? Five, four ninety nine for the on Amazon Prime, yeah. but we had to go to Prime Video and actually look it up through Prime Video. If you're just searching it on the Amazon site, yeah, it won't let you. We wouldn't, we couldn't find the link to it, so we had to do it through the Amazon Prime Video app. Is that something they're doing new? Or I don't that... know. I think it's just. I think somebody didn't click something. Oh, okay. Like maybe it was the person who was putting out the movie didn't click to put it oh, on the right every market. Yeah. You know, because it's supposed to be on sale for Blu-ray and digital. And they probably put up separately and were like, I don't want to get in trouble. You know yeah, what I mean? Because usually you can just do a search in an Amazon engine and you'll find it right away. Or you could just skip it and not watch it whatsoever. I mean, probably the Highly best choice. It. I would wait until it's on a streaming service. Guaranteed it's going to be on Tubi. Oh, yeah, it'll be on Tubi. No doubt that it will not be on Tubi. Like, <laughs> Tubi will pick up anything. They will fucking see a <laughs> dog God, take a will. shit and they're like, hey, let's just polish that off and just put it up in there. Put about 20 ads on it. I'm, I'm kidding, guys. <laughs> There's some pretty bad ones on Tubi, though. You got to yeah, really. You know what? Someone needs to put them out there, you know? Oh, I know. So it's I'm a great like place. Very thankful for it's that. a great place for people to be able to watch movies, which I have no problem with. It's a great place for independent films to put their movies as well and make a little money. Yeah. So that's awesome, too. I have no problem with that. I'm just giving the shit. Give the shit. It shouldn't have disappointed me. Too much water. You look so high right now. <laughs> I'm, well, because I'm fucking Sorry, barely fucking stable here. I'm having a, a bout of a narcolepsy here, guys. So it's like, but yeah, there's zero trivia on this movie. You can find it for rent. Honestly, just wait. Like I said, Tubi, it'll have it. Guaranteed. Give it a month, maybe less, because there was zero marketing on this in America. And I think, there was one review on it, and it was like a one star. <laughs> yeah, it was like, how dare you? <laughs> and it's just like one star. <laughs> I would probably watch Sharknado over this. Hell yeah. It would be better. Sharknado's the shit. Like, that's a bad movie, but this is just, I don't know. It could have been so much better. Right. I don't know. But we're kind of picking out of the, the end of it, all these movies, man. Yeah. Like I said, there was like hundreds of movies. And we wanted something newer. Sure. You know. Anyway, if you don't want anything spoiled, we're going to go over some of that here now. Uh, So here's your warning. So interesting thing. I didn't find a lot of trivia on this movie, but. I found some trivia outside of it while I was looking for shark. Oh. Like land sharks this, land shark mm -hmm. that. You know, obviously, I, my old roommate used to drink land shark beer oh. with the turtles on it, I think. Right. And Is it blue or something? It's a, it's a yellow case, and yeah, it has blue writing on it. Oh, okay. Um, kind of looks like a Corona, I guess. He would call it Corona. 
Uh-huh. But it's not. But anyway, there was a, I was looking up like interviews and to see if anybody was talking about it in like another language or, you know, maybe I could find some CC stuff that I can like get the language like translated so I can like hear about it or something like that. But there was a season one in 1995 of Saturday Night Live where they had John Belushi playing Richard Dreyfuss's character, Hooper, mm-hmm. and Dan Aykroyd playing Roy Scheiders, which was Sheriff Brody. And the skit they called Land Shark. And it would start off with a woman sitting on the couch reading a paper or something like that or looking through the TV guide, because at the time. Right. Um, and she would be like, who is it? And he's like, ah, uh, doorman. You know, or they, oh. they would do this skit where they would be there. And then the lady would answer the door reluctantly. And then she would get eaten by a shark. And it would be like oh, Jaws 2 or okay. Jaws whatever. I remember those. Right. And then Jim, John Belushi would like have like something in front of him with the sheet. Mm-hmm. And it was supposed to be her body. And like yeah. they scooped it up and put it in a bowl or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then John Belushi would be like, oh, my God, Jesus Christ. After he'd looked at it, he was like, what is it? He's like, oh, oh, you can't tell me that this woman died from falling out of a tree. <laughs> Stupid shit like that. And then like the sheriff would say, you know, what is it? And he's like, land shark. And it's like, it's like, oh my God. And then it would cut to another woman doing the same damn thing. It's uh-huh. Jaws 3. And, uh, cause even back then they were making fun of the sequels. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, uh, but the sheriff would say that, it, you know, that it would be the same shtick and, and Belushi opened it one time and was like, oh my God. And then Dan Aykroyd's like, what is it? He's like, tag salad. And they're like, oh, and they start eating. <laughs> And then it cuts to a woman again doing the same fucking thing. And she's like, oh, no, you're probably that tricky shark guy, huh? (laughs) And he's like, no, no, I'm a dolphin, ma'am. And she's like, oh, a dolphin. Okay, wow, that's a different thing. And then she get eaten and then it would go back to John Belushi. And he really looks like Richard Dreyfuss. Like he was really skinny at the time. Uh It's like early John Belushi, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. And they were really rough around the edges back then, but that was kind of like the raw talent of SNL. But I just thought it was kind of funny. That is funny. That I, you know, they were even talking, saying Land Shark back then, and, you know. Uh huh. And making fun of Jaws. Yeah. yeah. So it's just kind of cool. There is another Land Shark movie, by the way, which I mentioned the Polonia brothers, or one of the Polonia brothers, because one of them passed away, did make. It was from 2017. So if you're interested in that, it might even be better than this movie. I'm sure it is. Honestly, I, I wish we would have picked that one. Yeah, <laughs> should have. But I was like so bedazzled by the shitty CGI, you know. <laughs> I was so- Everything that glistens isn't gold, by the way. <laughs> uh, and one more big thing. This, I mean, it's not the biggest piece of trivia that I found. This is the only thing I found about the movie. So all of the actors in this movie, uh, this new movie, The Land Shark 2020 or whatever, were uh-huh. actually held prisoner and forced to play the roles of this. What? Yeah, so when you see them, like, sweating in a lot of the scenes, the director thought it would be good to add tension to the moments of this. So they locked him in that room. They had him at gunpoint. Since the actors, you know, they couldn't visualize the CGI on the screen or whatever. So it's just him directly waving a gun during those scenes. Oh, my God. Pretty cool. (laughs) What? I'm totally kidding. No. I, I love how you believe that. Dude, you fucking, speaking of fucking hook, line, and sinker. Oh my like, God. Jesus. Well, it's because somebody died recently on a set. You know uh, what I'm saying? <laughs> Where they held at gunpoint, Christina? 
Oh man, now you're making, <laughs> you making me feel bad. Jesus I'm not Christ. trying to make you feel I bad. Just, I just thought. I, that is like literally where my mind went though. So when you said that, <laughs> I kind of got, you know, I, you know, Dude, it took me back. When I was that. writing that shit, I thought it was like, I was like, man, this sucks. There's no trivia about this. There's like nothing about this movie. I was like, fuck it. I'm going to make something up and tell Christine it'll be funny. Oh, it was made up? Yeah, I made That's all of that. Not, up. <laughs> That is not funny. Don't do that anymore. Wait, you just now figured that out? Yes. <laughs> Jesus. Christ. I didn't think. Oh, you even said you couldn't find any trivia on it. <laughs> and here I am believing you. Guys, I'm sorry. I mean, that sounds kind of. I feel like we said something bad too. Like, <laughs> but I was just trying to say it could have been anybody. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not trying to. You were just trying to, you know. Trick me. Yeah, I'm not trying to upset anybody. I'm sorry. He's just trying to trick me. I'm just trying to fuck with her. And then I was thinking, like, when you were saying that, I was thinking of them sweating in the seas, and I'm like, they did not. Those people were not scared. (laughs) That's how stupid this movie is, too. And for you to believe that after watching this movie is even more fascinating. Thanks. Let's let's break this down. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Thanks. Man. Woo! <laughs> anyway, so we do have some scenes that we're going to talk about. Um, there's not a lot of there's not a lot that we want to talk about, but if you know anything spoiled, definitely this is your warning. So don't don't listen past this. So the, the movie starts off with his father and the son. This is like one of the coolest scenes in the whole fucking movie. There's a couple of moments that are kind of cool, um, kind of funny, I guess, like ish, like you know. Um, mm-hmm. There's a father and son sitting on a big rock out in the middle of the ocean, sort of. And they're, like, fishing. Right. Like, there's this huge boulder that fell over from, like, hundreds of years ago. You know, it's like there's all the rubble behind them near the shore. And they're, like, further out so they can get the deeper fish. And they're sitting out there, and all of a sudden, like, the, the son's like, oh, my God, I got something. Oh, you've got something, son. Like, he's like... <laughs> and they were like, then we were like, oh shit, it's dubbed. <laughs> yeah. That's when I was like, oh fuck. And the kid, the little kid sounds like a man, you know, like, <laughs> hey dad, it's uh, oh, I think I got a fish, dad. He's like, oh yeah. And he pulls it up and it's a fucking cow head. Mm-hmm. He pulls it up on the rock and they're like, uh, and the father's like, I wonder how that got out here. Maybe he wanted seafood. <laughs> and I was like, oh God. I yeah. thought it was kind of funny, actually, at first. Yeah, you were, like, laughing hysterically. And but it's because a, of how he said it. And like, then you got mad at me for not laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you not laughing? I just thought it was so stupid. <laughs> it's like some dad joke, you know? Like, maybe he wanted some seafood. It's a headless cow. What the fuck? <laughs> anyway, that's when fucking the jump, you know, the land shark jumps over them. And they practically lick the belly of the beast. Right. And then, like, the it hits the ground, but you don't feel any bass. It's just a loud crinkling noise that's just, like, going on it's in the background. swiveling around. And it's just, like, smashing on the ground and all this rock is torn up. It looks like a fucking giant warehouse when it jumps over them. <laughs> but later on, there's a dude in its mouth and he's hanging out the sides of its mouth. Yeah. This thing would have taken him out in one bite. Right. Which is happening in this movie a lot. Yeah, he just swallows them. But of course, you know, there's a scientist living underground, underwater, by the way, in his secret laboratory where he and Michael Myers and his little mini-me are devising a plan on this island. 
with sharks and lasers. <laughs> but no, it just seemed like that, right? Like yeah, it seemed it like his lair, like it like we're next to the volcano or whatever. Uh-huh. Shark Dude, Island. I haven't seen Austin Powers in forever. I wonder if that would still be funny. Well, he's still got that. Well, we have a bunch of them. Yeah, we have them because now. We, we, I never bought any of them. Oh no way! We just <laughs> like got them in a bundle. Yeah, well, we got them in that the when that guy sold that all those like yeah. seven hundred Blu-rays and DVDs right. for a hundred and twenty bucks. Right. Like anyway, sorry. I know I like to brag about that though. So let me talk about. Let me relive oh, I'm that. Sorry. Let me relive that moment. That was a yeah. Fr- that's still like sitting that was in the a closet, big moment. And then the, we got a little bit of flood on it, <sighs> and, and, then- and we made over five six hundred dollars off of it already. About three hundred, yeah. No more than that. Three hundred, yeah. No more than that. Whatever. We still tripled the amount of money that we spent it's on fine, it. It's fine, yeah. And we still have 700 movies to go with. Right. So suck it. <laughs> anyway, so he's got a layer down there. And of course, he's this typical bad guy who has a daughter. His daughter is like super sweet. It's the only thing he cares about. They call her Yo-Yo, by the way, which is a terrible name to give a child. Yu-Yu. It's spelled Yu-Yu in, oh, in the but subtitles, they, but they call her Yo-Yo, but literally. But calls her Yo-Yo. Yeah, what a terrible name. I don't know. It just seemed like, I don't uh-huh. know. I don't know. But she's in there, and she's, like, fascinated because one of the guys that's working for this Dr. Chang or this Mr. Chang, who is the corporate, you know, scientist guy who is, like, trying to make money off of cancer... Because he's basically come up with a fucking way to cure cancer by genetically mutating sharks and then harvesting their meat and and making this drug. And so they've been doing this for years and they just let these sharks swim in the open water free, which makes no goddamn goddamn sense. sense. But But in the interim, aren't they genetically modifying the fucking sharks? Yeah, well, that's what it is. That's what that's. Yeah, they give it shots periodically. Oh, okay. They have this like weird submarine thing that goes out and like grabs onto the top of the shark's head and then drills a hole into its brain and injects it with some more DNA shit. And then it just gets harder. And like, I don't know, I guess you find out later that they're crossbreeding it with earthworms. And that's why they're able to traverse the fucking land with a fin coming up out of the ground. See, and then that's why I was thinking maybe that's why they could grow and shrink. Right. Well, and I thought they were going to get to a like, situation where they would cut the shark in half and, and then they were going to have two sharks on yeah, their heads. They should have done that. They didn't even do it. Yeah. Like earthworms, dude. Right. They they really just focused on the human aspect of the whole thing. Oh god, and it, boy was it terrible. Oh, it was so there's this other guy that's working for Mr. Chang, and you would think that there's no way that this guy would tolerate how evil this guy is, because he's he's evil most of the time, but then, like, everybody's really nice to him the rest of the times in, like, a very jovial, like, friendly way, but not in, like, an ass-kissery, you're-gonna-kill-me kind of way. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, oh, it's, it's just Cho, you know, like... Which is really confusing when you're watching this movie. Right. And there's this guy that's asleep on the couch... He is the Chris Pratt of the Jurassic World in this movie, Mm -hmm. and he is the shark handler, and he is passed out drunk, and the penguin guy comes up to him and is like, wake up, you gotta wake up, we gotta let the shark know. And so there's penguin who has come up with this idea where you take a fish, the, the shark's favorite fish. You figure this out by giving him fish after fish after fish, and you know what he likes. Uh-huh. Then you slather it with the right kind of, what would he, What did he call it, oil or? I think he called it rice wine. 
Didn't he call I it? I don't remember. In the beginning, he called it rice wine, and he called it oil later. I don't know why, but probably just bad writing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, he slathers it in some fucking rice wine and then throws it in the water and it fucking jumps up out of the hole and like eats the fish. And it's like, wait, how did it fit through that hole? Makes no sense. No sense. You see it come up to the window. They've got this giant, like if you've ever seen the movie, um, Meg, like with Jason Statham, Uh the big shark movie, one of my favorite shark movies, by the way, Mm -hmm. great movie. If it would have been bloody. I don't remember it. That was the movie that was PG-13 that everybody was really upset about because it was supposed to be R, and they cut out all the fucking gore and shit like that. Is there a director's cut? No, I don't think so. They they talked about it or something like that. But anyway, it's it's like they had this big bubble, and one of the big scenes was the shark comes up and bites the bubble while this little girl's in the window. Mm -hmm. They kind of have the same situation, so you know they've seen Meg. Oh, yeah, that's right. So there's like the bubble right there, and the shark comes up to it, and he's almost his mouth is almost as big as the whole fucking room, yet Uh he's able to squeeze through this tiny little hole (laughs) in the middle of the floor, which makes zero sense. Oh, that's right. Anyway, the shark handler guy is like in cahoots with the fuck, not in cahoots. He's actually against the Mr. Chang guy. Right. But he's doing a job and he realizes that he thinks he's helping people out by trying to cure cancer. But really, he doesn't know that they're experimenting on these sharks as bad as they are and And letting them out in the wild, which is going to kill more people, innocent people. And just helping the corporation make money. And of course, the justification for the guys making money, or at least the shield they use to protect themselves from any blame is hey we got to crack a few eggs in order to fucking save mankind right because cancer is a bigger threat than some silly shark right so don't kill it and he's like we gotta kill it and he won't kill it the whole time in the movie so they somehow get out like there's a scene like this beginning scene is way too long by the way oh god it's like half the movie and it makes no sense again because we're talking about a shark as big as the fucking room that they're in right the window busts open, right? Water starts pouring in, but not a lot of water like it would normally. It would fill that room up instantly. Yeah, because it's the ocean. The ocean. They're in the middle of the fucking ocean. But it didn't It didn't flood all the way. No. So uh, I don't even stopped. know if there was metal doors that covered it up and it just, we didn't see it right away, but. I don't know. It was weird. They never showed it, I don't think. Mm-mm. And if they did, I was looking away, writing on my notes. And so then they have all this water that's up to their neck in that room, right? And the shark's swimming around the room, killing people off one by one. In the room that it's as big as. <laughs> with water one-fifth of the level of the room. Right, because the people were going and walking around. Right. No sense. It made no fucking sense. But still, after a couple of people die there, they escape to the fucking to the surface. They're like, think they're home free. But then all of a sudden, the shark pops up through the ground. And everybody's like, like what? <laughs> what? And it's a kind of a funny scene because Peng Yoon's like, is that the scene when the little girl was playing on the playground? There was that was afterwards. That was afterwards. Yeah, because Peng Yoon's like doesn't realize that the sharks come up out of the ground, <laughs> and he's like, he sees the shark and he's like, run! And everybody's already been running for like five seconds, like down the fucking <laughs> thing, and he's the only one left, uh-huh. sitting there screaming, run. And so he runs like after them. And that was like a funny moment, you know. I didn't uh, even catch it. Yeah, they almost eat the girl though on the swing, which is the bad guy, the, the evil um, 
corporate guy. They have the girl, they have the uh, handler, two two female scientists, uh, another uh, head scientist, this guy who she calls uncle. It's like the brother of the uh, the guy who's also pretty shady too. He's like selfish. Uh-huh. He almost lets the little girl die like three and he, times. Yeah, and he like threw her to right. the side like three he times. He throws her at the shark in order to get away. Yeah. And it jumps over her and eats him. Which is great. And that's when you see the shark as small as him. Right. With his legs coming because they wanted to show. Yeah, they wanted to show his body like on both sides of the mouth. Yeah. And it's like, oh, and then I, I don't remember. He, he dies eventually or something like that. I forget what happens. There's like a bunch of people die. There was Yeah, they didn't really dwell on it. It was just like, boom, they're gone. Are you like, are we, are are they gone? Did they die? Right. They do kind of just, just people just die randomly. Like there's a part where like. They're running away from the shark or whatever, and then all of a sudden these two jeeps show up, like Jurassic World. Right. And they're shooting at the fucking shark while it's chasing them. <laughs> right. And it's Mr. Chang and his group of fucking merry thugs. His thugs, yeah. And they're shooting the fuck out of it. And fucking the the uh, Song Yi, the uh, shark handler, sees a grenade launcher in the back of the fucking truck. Picks it up and fires one round off. Direct hit. It fucking screams. And he's like, I got it. I'm going to kill it. One more hit. Mr. Chang kicks his arm, making sure that he doesn't hit it. He's like, what are you doing? I spent a lot of money on that thing. He's like, yeah, but it's killing people. He's like, I don't care. Got to crack a few <laughs> eggs to save a lot of lives here, yeah, buddy. Same tropey and then shit. He, and then Mr. And Song Yi is like, fuck this shit. I quit then. I'm not going to work for this bullshit. And then he's just oh, fucking dude. straight up mercs fucking puts a gun up against a woman's head and pops and her. And shoots her. It's and I'm like, like Jesus Christ, this did is he supposed just shoot to be, her? This is an adventure movie, guys. Like, <laughs> they just shot a bitch in the head? <laughs> I, I was kind of like, what the fuck? And he was like, she's dead, she's dead. <laughs> you think? Yeah. And so Song Yi, he knows that that's like his weak spot because he cares about humans. Right. Which is funny because he's a shark handler, get it? It's interesting. <laughs> You're funny. Stupid. Anyway, so he like has this falling out with Chang, and they have this back and forth where they're like trying to kill him, and they try to feed him up to a fucking shark because they like shock it to death almost mm-hmm. in its hidey hole. Like he has a cave that this land shark lives in, and they figure out that it's going to give birth because that's what earthworms do. They crawl down into the deep of the earth, they lay their eggs, and then they have their babies. Little babies. And that's what the shark was trying to do. It was just trying to, like, dark hole to climb into and have its babies. And then it they put Song Yi in there and tie him up to it or whatever, and then all of a sudden he kills Mr. Chang, right? Mm-hmm. I forget how exactly it ha- happens. Well, they weren't really clear on it. I, I just like he 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 doesn't realize it's going to wake up and kill him, too. But they're all in the room, so it doesn't make any fucking sense. And I forgot to mention there was this other scene, too. A pangu has this idea to attract the beast like this is how they get it to land to get to the earthworm area because it gets in the water again once they're killing it, trying to kill it. Mm-hmm. And they try to lure it back in and he does the fish trick again and he calls it the pangu theory theorem. And he picks the fish, puts the stuff on it, and that'll how it's attracted. And it actually does attract it, and it grabs onto the fucking meat and drags the boat into the fucking land mm-hmm. where the woman scientist is, like, drug into the lair. And that's why everybody goes into the lair where the babies are going to oh, be born. Oh, okay. So, but yeah, Mr. Chang dies. Um, 
Song Yi, Pang Yu, and Zi Yong escape the shark, but it follows them, and Pang Yu throws that special fish again to try to distract it from eating Song Yi because he gets about to like chomp him in one bite. And they, he throws the special fish, and it distracts the shark and eats it. And that's when Song Yi had, finds the grenade launcher. Oh, that's right. And pumps a fucking couple of rounds right into his open mouth. Mm-hmm. Doom, doom, doom. And then it glowed. Its belly like glowed. A yeah, he bit. like that was the only way you could kill it is like mm-hmm. kill it from the inside or whatever. So, and that's when they're like, "Yay, it's over!" And yay, out of the fucking literal like shark ashes, you see a little baby flipping around on it's the like, ground. Get ready for land shark too. Right? No, <clears throat> don't do it. Which is funny because when I looked up this movie in the IMDb. Mm-hmm. They had another movie called Snow Monster. Oh, that's right. And then I watched the trailer, and they had land sharks in the trailer. But this was made; that was made before it. It's weird. Snow Monster was made before it, and Snow Monster picks up one of the land sharks who's like going through the snow. Mm-hmm. He picks it up and then eats it or something like that, or holds it up and he's like, "Ah, hmm. he's a huge hawking beast." In the snow monster. So I, I'm, it's the same production company, so who knows? Right. But if you guys like this movie, maybe you should check out those two. You can literally go down a rabbit hole. There's like ones that haven't even released. There was like one that looks like a, a Cthulhu monster. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, I tried looking it up. It was like Dang Young's or Dang Chang's Sue or something. Mm-hmm. But they don't even have a trailer out. And I guess it's just getting made. Oh, okay. I mean, if they're pumping these out for $2 million and making like, yeah. 10 20 million off of them yeah why not why not yeah so yeah i mean there's some funny stuff in this one but it really is just not that interesting and it was just kind of a eh, mm-hmm. kind of a miss of an opportunity for uh, for us like they could have done so many different things and like been smart or something in it and they just kind of went for the like they're just trying to make money right it's like we saw that you saw that video like you know like in the movie you know there's that did you I don't know if you guys saw this like uh, you might have seen it pouncing around where they interviewed Ethan Hawke about his role in Moon Knight uh-huh and he's talking about Super Marvel like well, they were like what are your favorite superheroes and he was like well you know Logan Dark Knight and like Doctor Strange those are my favorite Mm-hmm. He's like, but, you know, I worry about the kids these days and like what they think, because all they see is Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. And so is there room for this movie and that movie? He's like, I like right. all movies. Right. He's like, is there because well, and I have heard Ethan is not a big um, horror fan. Right. But he pushed himself to do a few like Insidious. Yeah. Yeah. And that was really good. Yeah, like it was the good. Insidious was He's actually a really good actor. I wish for I horror, see too. Him. Yeah, I, yeah think. I wish I would see him more. But anyway, back to what I was saying. Ethan Hawke says that thing about that and how he worries about like today's generation and how all they all they see is like these Marvel movies. So they have these higher expectations for movies. And he said, I believe all art is art. Right. Like high art, low art are still come from the same place because there's only two types of people that make movies. There's those who put their heart into it, whether they have a big or small budget. And then there's those who try to make a profit. Right. And this is one of those movies. Yeah, this is a profit movie. This is a profit movie. And we got through sucked through. in. We got sucked which in. pisses me off. Hey. It happens, though. It, it is a very cookie-cutter fucking... Like, literally, they yeah, can change... Yeah, it really is. This is, like, like literally just change the monster, and you got the same story. Yep. They didn't do anything to do. Like, nope. like I really, really upset me that if, if they bred it with earthworms, why the fuck didn't they split it? Yeah. Like, like that's a total missed opportunity. Yeah, that, that doesn't make any sense. They could have cut the shark in half. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh my God, we got two. And that's how the movie ends. 
Right. Something cool like that. Right. Like, come on, man. Like, you know, I don't know. It could have made it just an inkling better. And you got the graphic arts to be able to do it. You know, it's not like it's right. that hard. Right. And it's not like it's you got to be that particular about it because look at the CGI you did in that movie. It's not that great. Right. <laughs> Although some of the dirt scenes are kind of cool, you know. But Yeah, Tremors. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Tremors did it better. Yeah. Oh, of course. But that was more practical back then. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> We do have some movies we're going to watch next week, guys. So, um, are we watching what we planned? I think so, unless we change it. Um, there's a movie called Pin from 1988, which is kind of like an anatomy doll that this guy befriends and talks to. And it's really a weird movie. I don't know. Sounds weird. Have you seen it? No, I've never okay. seen it. I don't know anything about it. Huh. It's got the guy from Cube in it. Oh, okay. Who was also in um, Scanners 2. Oh, okay. Who was also in that, he's in one of those CSI shows as well. Right. But he's the main guy who is the piece of shit. Okay. Yeah. So he put him in there and I haven't seen it before. It's a really weird performance. So I'm kind of curious to check it out. Mm -hmm. I don't know how much horror is in it, guys, but it's a dude talking to a doll and the doll talks back to him. So Mm -hmm. it's creepy in some regards. And I don't know if he tries to become the doll or (laughs) what. But it's on YouTube. You can watch it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. There's two different versions. There's one that's done by Dark Castle, where they have interludes where they cut in and talk about the movie a little bit because it's a Dark Castle entertainment flick, mm-hmm. um, which they own and you can watch on YouTube, which is probably the best way to go because it seems like the best copy. But if you don't want to be interrupted by them and their their conversations and stuff, which is very minimum, by the way, it's only like 10 minutes for the whole thing. Um, which they probably have an end and a beginning and then like one in the middle. Um, it's only an extra 10 minutes longer. It's like an hour and 50 something minutes long. So you can find it on there. Just type P I N 1988. There's a Spanish version as well that has just Spanish subtitles. So if that annoys you, watch the other version. If you get annoyed by them talking, maybe watch that version. I don't know. (laughs) I'm just giving you the options here. We're also going to be watching popcorn from 1991. Yep, which just came out on Shutter just this last week. It's a movie I've been wanting to watch. It's a Barbara Crampton movie. Yeah, and uh, it's a movie that's very odd. Kind of has like this Phantom of the Opera feel to it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really remember it being that great of a movie, but I remember you saying that. But we'll give it another go, right? Yeah, Mike. Mike from the uh, the beginning of when we started this podcast always wanted to do it. Oh, okay. And we were going to, but it just like got pushed back and pushed mm-hmm. back. Because I liked back then, I was like more about pairing them a, a right. little bit more. Now you're a little bit more. I'm open elite. to it a yeah. little bit. Thank God. Yeah. God, you, you and your the rules in your head sometimes. I swear hey, to God. You know that's what it takes to be great, Christina. Yeah. How's that working out for you? <laughs> hey, fuck you. <laughs> you. Make her regret those words, guys. You copy and paste that okay. shit. At my funeral. <laughs> and they're doing a live stream of me fucking get, dropping the casket and my dead ass body falling out. <laughs> Play that clip. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, thank you guys so much for coming by. Appreciate you guys. We love you very, very much. Hope you'll join us next week for Pin from 1988 and Popcorn from 1991. On Shutter. So, but yeah, thanks guys. And we'll see you next week. And as always, long live the voice.